0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Hate Journals. It's your girl, Black Mamba, and the lovely AP. AP AP back, baby. AP back, baby. How are you?
1: Coming off a a stressful week. Loving that Michael has, um, loving that Michael is our fabulous stand-in. He is, is he not? Can we just do a slow clap for Michael? Just a slow
0: clap. He is pretty.
1: We love you, baby.
0: He's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, but uh, thanks I love you guys date. for giving me a week to recap. As you know, salons in Nevada are open, which means uh, mom is
0: back in business. Oh, I've been seeing some roots that I'm like, okay, well, there's no excuse.
1: I've already done corrections. It doesn't matter. You know what?
0: Are people doing corrections because they did their own hair?
1: Okay. All okay. right.
0: Well, it's good to know that business is a booming. <laughs> <It's> booming. <laughs> Sometimes silence says it all. The theme of the week. Sometimes silence says it all and then sometimes it doesn't. Um, Yeah, it's just been a really bizarre, uh, very sad. It's been a sad week for me. It's been a very long, sad week. COVID didn't really get me. That bitch didn't get me. I was just like, shoo, shoo, get out of here. You're not going to ruin my uh, gleeful personality mm-hmm. um but obviously the current climate that we are in we are forced to deal with a lot of different issues and feelings and yeah i was surprised i had i wasn't surprised but i'm not always the most emotional person and i feel like last week ended this week i've been pretty emotional yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. um he um, heavy shit for for a for everyone
0: yeah, very, very heavy, very heavy. Um, happy belated birthday. I saw you, but the listeners did not. <sighs> listeners Your backyard looks fucking amazing. Amazing. It looks so fucking good. I was in shock. Um, not in shock in the sense that, like, I thought you were going to have a busted backyard because I didn't just meet you.
1: But you saw but how I busted saw it, it was before. when we bought the house.
0: Yeah, well, like when you when it's just, like, nothing. Just, like, dirt.
1: Well, it Conflict. was actually, uh, well, it looked like dirt but because. It was grass. It was like dead grass. It was not a. Somebody had done that on purpose. And we're going to leave it at that. Uh, what had happened, happened
0: with a purpose. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting. It's amazing when you have like a little vision and, you know, when it's your own home, you don't see all of the largeness of it because you're changing a little bit here. You're adding a little of this. You're adding a little bit of that. Right. You're creating your own little safe, special space. But, you know, for me to come in and look at it, I was just like, wow, it looks so great.
1: So, you know, too, it's like straight up little, literally.
0: Yes. Little, 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 little. <laughs> Sorry. It
1: sounded like I was underwater for a second. Little Italy, Ian and I's um, dreams have come true. So thank you to everybody who um, did my parade. Oh, yeah. We had a little birthday, had a parade. birthday parade. We had a birthday parade. It was amazing. And then a couple friends were able to uh, circuit through. Yeah. It's appropriate for social distancing. Yes. And um, I am 30. But as everybody knows, 31's the new 30. So yeah. as lovely as that was, we will be going hard. 2021.
0: Yeah, we're going to go hard eventually at some point just to celebrate it. But then it's going to be closer back to your birthday. And I'm also down with that. Like, I'm down to do like a two, three month separation between the two. Mm-hmm. Because 30 is such a big birthday. I had a great 30, 30th birthday. Yeah, as
1: as you should. Yeah. As you should have. And um, I will, As I cannot negate the love that I felt that day, but we will be doing a gr- great, great. yeah that
0: was like a an adult we had a couple
1: mimosas yes because obviously anybody who knows me personally and i think my personality through this podcast like i'm an extreme i would have had a 200 person 30th birthday for sure you know no for sure i would and i don't give a fuck right um, like great guy, ga- like 30s, like coming out of my flapper dress, like clickety clack 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 clack, fucking twirling my cane, like just dancing, way and then the, the fucking out. confetti pops oh, out, and then Leo great. pops out, and he says, What is good old sport? Good what, old what sport. if he's whatever the fuck
0: he says in that book?
1: Um, yeah, you feel
0: me, yeah, yeah, no, I, and we will rage right now, everyone's, um. Still losing their minds about Corona because actually I've seen more and more people with their masks on, which I'm really super pumped about because people, it's not going, it's not away, It's still a thing.
1: Just keep in mind that it's still a thing. We as a people obviously are dealing with a lot, a lot right now, but just remember to
0: stay safe. I know we get easily distracted yes. as human beings, Squirrels. but we got to stay Got to stay true. On um, the straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. Keep your eye on the prize. Eye on the prize, ladies and so gentlemen. what I'm going to name this episode. Keep your eye, eye on the prize. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So uh, let's do it. Let's, let's dive it. in.
0: Yeah, let's dive in. What so, is our,
1: our entry? I think it's a mutual entry.
0: Obviously. Yeah. You know, AP and I talked a lot about what this episode was going to be about. I said it last week. I'll say it again. This podcast is, for the most part, a comedy podcast. But recently we were talking, one of the great things that we love about one another and we love about this podcast is that we have grown. So, yes, we can have fun and talk about petty shit. But I would like to think we've always been pretty true to if there is something serious that we need to tackle, whether it be relationships, whether it be mental health health or the current climate of our country, we are going to do that. Deliver. Deliver. There are things that I refuse to speak about on this platform. I'm never going to talk about a president for the most part. Um, That has nothing to do with, is it a large issue? Yes. But there are a lot of different issues that are going on in cities and states and counties that have nothing to do with the president. It's just shit that has been going on for Ever, right yeah and you can i can take out one yes. president put in another absolutely. one absolutely the, sh- the shit still is, would be happening absolutely. right so i like to stay focused eye on the prize and by bringing up things like the president sometimes you can get the squirrel effect right mm-hmm. where your dog's out in the park and you're like concentrate here's the ball and then they see a squirrel and they're just like gonna go and you're like no no No, concentrate, concentrate Mm -hmm. on what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And so I don't like to go off on that tangent because I feel like then people can form these. I want to be very clear about where I stand. I want to be very clear about how I Mm -hmm. feel. And I don't want that message to get lost in what I know a lot of people feel very passionate about for some reason. And that is the president. Um, We're just not going to discuss it. But we are going to discuss the current climate because, It is our job, me as a black woman, you as Mm -hmm. a white woman, um, living in an area that is predominantly white. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, It is our duty. You and I both felt this way. It's our duty to talk about this. And we cannot sit by and ignore it and laugh in the studio and pretend like these things don't affect me, don't affect you, don't affect our kids, don't affect our society we would be doing you as listeners an injustice. So well, and
1: we also refuse, we refuse to not use this platform absolutely as a platform for the woke. And we and I, anybody who knows what that means knows exactly what that means. One hundred percent. And we stand together knowing that this is our platform. We don't do this of course we do it because we love it. We're passionate about um talking about all things, talking it through and both black mom and I have always felt like we've have a lot to say on a lot of things <laughs> about a lot of things, and um, I would never negate a major issue like this. And I right. think there's a lot of power between the two of us, me as a white woman, Black mom as a black woman, coming together and understanding our stance completely and 100 without regard to I. I, I agree with Black mom. Completely. We do not take this political. We are bogged down enough with that fucking horseshit or regardless of whatever you believe that we like to keep shit relevant and light um, almost as an escape from that because we are bogged down with it. But we will also not turn a blind eye in a time where it is.
0: So you are more than welcome to pause this. And if it's too much, I get it. Yeah. This week was this last week was too much. 37 years of my life have been too much. Yeah. So if you need a break, no one's ever going to blame you. But I do think it is very important for people who are not of color and people who are of color to know one where I stand as a black woman in this community and where you as a white woman stand In this community, it is very important. And by us not confronting it straight on and by dancing around it, we are doing no one any favors. So there are a lot of podcasts. They have a lot of funny shit right now. They're talking about movies and funny shit. Or they're blacked out. Or they're blacked out, which I totally get. Yeah. We are taking this opportunity in our lives to 100% express where we stand and how we feel. Unapologetically. You guys should know that.
1: So if it's not for you... Go ahead and sayonara this week's episode. And if you're ready to get real, get real, let's fucking dive in. Let's dive
0: in. So last week, Monday, um, I had heard I had worked a wild shift. I think I worked like almost 14 hours and I had heard about the George Floyd incident. I had heard about Mm -hmm. it. Tuesday came around, still fucking busy, a lot going on. Actually, I think you and I talked, you were like, Tuesday may not work. And I was like, yes, like, I'm so busy. We get further on in the week. And as a woman of color, it will always be my responsibility, regardless if I like it or not. Right? There's a lot of things that fall on our heads, regardless if we like them or not. It is my responsibility, though, when there is something that is a clear injustice for me to take and absorb that in and digest how I feel about the situation. So I knew I had to watch the video. I'd read some articles. I had watched clips. But I had definitely not watched the entire nine minutes. Yep. So I sat down on Thursday. I poured a cocktail. Bill and the kid were inside with his nephew I dimmed the lights mm-hmm. and I played the whole video from start to finish with my headphones in so I could hear it all and I could see it all. And um my first reaction was rage, actually. I think I stood up and I picked up my farm table and slammed it down on the ground and Bill came out. And I think my second right after that was to cry. Mm -hmm. Uh, because it is, I work in medical. It is not an easy thing to watch someone's life leave them. Now, most people experience that on a very, on a level of which maybe you have a grandparent, right? They've lived 90 some odd years and, they are towards the end of their life, and you know they're gonna die. You don't want them to die, but you know they are at some point, mm-hmm. okay? Maybe you raise the bar a little bit, maybe with your own parents, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they get sick. You have to watch that process. That's a very unforgettable process, mm-hmm. right? But Towards the end of all those, usually. They're coming
1: to a close. They're coming
0: to a close. And you don't want to watch anyone you love or even don't know, really. You don't want to watch anyone suffer, right? So you're like, God, you know, mom died young, but she was suffering. She had cancer. She needed to go. There's that. And then there is watching somebody who you don't know, Mm -hmm. but who is the same color as you, who looks like you, on the ground with a knee in their neck. While they are begging for six minutes, begging to just, you can leave me on the ground, but can you take your knee off of my, I literally cannot breathe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: To watch the other three, I believe it was um, a black man, a black woman and a white woman. I believe and I could be wrong um, because they're behind the camera and you only see the guy for a second, you know, you catch part of his profile and the, the uh, white girl, you do see her because she comes out and she's just like, this is insane. And clearly they're from this neighborhood. They know the, the Asian cop who is standing there preventing them from stopping this man from doing this. At one point he takes out his taser or gun, one of the two, to basically tell, actually, I take that back. He took out pepper spray because he was like, back up or I'm going to pepper spray you while I'm on this neck. He was a multitasker. Um, and you can hear the panic in their voices. Um, I don't know if you've ever uh, watched like movie um what's that show i survived where yeah. you you could hear somebody when they're yeah. like making a 911 call like they play the 911 yeah. call and you could hear in their voice right you don't need to be there you don't yeah. need to be in that house with that person but you you get chills almost on your arm when you hear the person and the the fear yeah. right it's shaking them cuz they realize what is happening right. right in front of them and it hit me so fucking hard I knew it was going to hit me hard. It's not like I haven't seen this before. Of course I have. But even the young man who just recently got killed by the the three the three men who was out jogging. Like you know, you you see that, but this that was I'm not saying it's right or wrong. That was 3 minutes of a video I sat and I watched it and I was equally as upset, but to mm-hmm. sit there for 9 minutes. 9 whole minutes. Yeah. You watched somebody take another person's life. It shook me to my absolute fucking core. And I had a hard time Thursday night and I had a hard time Friday morning. I had to get my lashes done. It was wild. I cried the entire way driving. I cried walking up there. And it's emotional because... Every person deserves respect. Every, every person deserves that. We don't, we as a society don't get to choose who deserves respect and who doesn't. We don't, all I could think was how awful it must have been for him to lay there and to hear people screaming to save him. And they're recording it and cars are driving by. And I thought, oh my gosh, how awful was that? I just, I just couldn't, all weekend, I just couldn't get it out of my head. Mm-hmm. I just, I couldn't, I just couldn't get it out of my head. And then, of course, the protesting started mm-hmm. and the riot started, which just enraged me more because I understand that people's property is getting broken and I understand things are being on fire and people are losing their shit right now, but I need everyone to not get distracted. Yeah. I understand that people shouldn't be breaking shit and they shouldn't be setting shit. I get all of that. The looting. I get all of that. Stop getting distracted from the point. A human being laid on the ground and was murdered in the middle of the day. Not an alley, not hidden right out in the open. And by us continuing to go back and forth. Was it, um, Antifa? Was it black lives matters? What, what stop concentrate on the actual issue? And I know that it's difficult As a white person to say, we've been fucking up. We have been fucking the game up forever. We have not taken responsibility. We have not backed up the fellow people in our county, city, schools, work. Our friends. Our friends. Our family. What are we doing? What What? are we fucking doing? Absolutely. What are we fucking doing? I was enraged on on Saturday. I'm watching the local news. I'm watching Channel 2 and Channel 4 and Colo 8. And while they're sitting there talking about these looters and they're talking about how disgusted they are, they were showing more disgust to me yeah. as a black woman than concentrating on the real fucking issue. And it's great that everyone in Reno showed up, came downtown and scrubbed those walls and put up all that plywood. Cool. Not the point. But while you guys were doing that, did anyone look around at one another and go... We all should probably talk about this afterwards, right? Because as much as we think that we have it figured out in Reno, as much as we think we have it figured out in Sparks and Carson, and we think it's not that bad, right? We're not Mm -hmm. Minnesota. We're not Minneapolis. We're not New York. We're not LA. We're not Oakland. We're not doing all these horrible things. Are we shit sometimes? I guess. But we're not that bad. If you truly think that, you are misinformed and you are misguided. I'm a black woman and I am telling you as a black woman, without my husband who is white with me, my life is completely different in this world. When I am by myself roaming around Reno, Nevada, the way that I am treated and the way that I'm spoken to and the way the interactions go are different. Then if that white man is with me, you guys need to be looking around you. You need to be talking to the teachers. Teachers, why are you not all getting together going, okay, is this affecting our schools? What are we doing? Could Mm -hmm. we be doing better? Could we be giving fucking more? Could we be making a better fucking change? You own a business, you own a company, are you looking around at your brown employees and going, is this a conducive workspace for them? Do they feel comfortable? Do they feel safe? Do they feel like this is a place where they are treated with fucking dignity and fucking respect? But instead, we're gonna talk about the riots and we're going to talk about the broken windows. And I'm not saying all of that is not important. I'm not saying it's not fucked up. But you know what? Fucked up shit happens every day. But you know what shouldn't be happening every day? The law enforcement that we put our lives, we trust them. We call them when we are desperate. When we want someone to save our lives, we call them. And the very people that we call, I have to be nervous about. I have to know that if I call the police, there, there could be a chance that I would be the person that's a victim, even though I'm the person calling. Mm-hmm. There is a chance that someone in my neighborhood could call the police on me while I'm going out for a jog, while I'm going for a hike, and the police could come out. I'm not saying that they will, but they could. That To, to have that feeling is very unique. To go out into the world every day and experience that is very fucking unique. And all of you, none of you, because you are white, have ever experienced that. You haven't. Stop saying you have. Stop saying, well, I've been been discriminated against for being white. No, it's not. Stop trying to make this a, a tit for tat. You cannot make racism a tit for tat. You cannot make murdering somebody in a street tit for tat. That is not the way it works. You can, and then you get this. And to me, this is not a riot. To me, this is not about sticking. This is a revolution. People are tired of being in communities that they support with their neighbors who they love. They are tired of watching them cry and be scared to call the police and be racially profiled in the very stores they spend money in. Yeah. At what point do we not all look around and go, what are we doing? What can I do? You need to hold yourselves responsible at the smallest fundamental level all the way to the fucking top. Because you know what? This isn't just a police issue. No. Let's stop pretending it's just the police that are killing black people. More importantly, black men. This is not just a police issue. There is racism that is happening every fucking day in schools, at work microaggressions, macroaggressions, every fucking day. And not one time, as a black woman, other than some of my closest girlfriends, and that includes you, AP, Mm -hmm. have ever come to me and been like, what does it look like? Tell me, tell me your stories. Tell me what that looks like. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, these TV shows, these fucking news reporters, and the fucking Reno News, Reno Gazette Journal, they have an obligation to reach out to the very people that make up this motherfucking city, that fucking spend that dollar fifty buying your fucking paper or click on the fucking Channel 8 News to see what the fucking weather is going to be. You owe them that. You owe us that. You owe us to bring us in and go, where have we been fucking the game up? Where have we been going fucking wrong? What are some of the injustices you have fucked on a, on a big level and a small level? What does a day in your life fucking look like? Okay, Reno PD puts out, a press release that says, you know, we 100% don't stand by that shit. I get that. They also say that they have been doing training in their local precinct to make sure this thing doesn't happen. What training? What training? Who gave you the training? Was it another white person? Or did you maybe think, should we reach out to our community, psychologists? Should we be reaching out to them and going, how can how have we been fucking the game up? How can we make this fucking better? Show me what your training tools are. Watching that nine minute video one fucking time when you are not a person of color and you're able to easily, easily detach yourself from it is not training. That is not training. And I'm not saying this to say that they are wrong. I get what they are trying to do and I appreciate it. But you know what I would appreciate more? Bringing the people in your community in. Yeah. If you had a kid and your kid came home, ran up to their room, weird didn't say hi didn't kiss me ran up right to the room about five ten minutes later you're gonna knock at the door and it's your neighbor from way down the street and they said hey your kid was just at my house five other fucking kids tearing my shit up fucking pouring paint on my house newspaper fucking toilet paper i want this like what the fuck
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you would be like one apologetic Two, you would be like, what can I do to make this better? Whatever it will take. This fucking kid's going to get his ass down here, to apologize, fucking clean it up. But the the next thing that you would be doing is sitting your kid down and going, what's Why? going on? Why mm-hmm. did you do that? Is there something happening at home? Is something happening at school? Why is this occurring? You're surprised that black people are upset and angry. How about we are being victimized by the very people who are inflicting the victimization onto us. You created the prisons, we didn't create them. You stick black people in jails and prisons at an alarming rate. And nothing that I'm saying here is not proven. There's not statistics behind it. There's never, It's there, open a fucking book. You created an, a, a society in which you get to decide where we go. You have wrongly imprisoned hundreds of thousands of black people with very little apology, by the way, because you take 36 years of someone's fucking life away and a $600,000 and an I'm, I'm sorry and let you out. Oh, and by the way, you gotta sign a contract that says we weren't wrong, but we weren't right. Yeah. You create hospitals yeah. and jobs where you know we won't get ahead. You purposely have created this situation where we will never be better than you, right? We can never rise to that occasion, right? And we still take it, right? Still fucking take it. We show up to our jobs. We show up with a fucking smile and a jig. And we're super fucking happy. Meanwhile, our fucking people are making you billions of fucking dollars by fucking dribbling balls and passing footballs. And then one, one, one stands up and goes, how about we are all playing this game. Meanwhile, the people that look like me are being murdered at an alarming rate. And no one fucking cares. But you want me to go out here and pass this ball? So I'm going to take a fucking knee. And now, oh, it's I don't support the fucking troops. Squirrel, concentrate, concentrate. It wasn't about the fucking troops. We all fucking support the troops. Thank you for putting your lives on the line for us. But that's not what that was about. It was 100% about him saying enough is enough. I am not going to continue to go into this fucking field, throw a fucking ball around, chum it fucking up make you more millions of dollars to provide more money to these broken institutions that are keeping my people down. And so now you see this rise up. Now you see these people rising up in anger. And if you don't understand why somebody would wanna fuck some shit up when they're that angry, then go, as I said on my Instagram, go online, go to YouTube. Type in racial injustice and watch every fucking video from start to finish. Don't talk. Don't talk. Don't tweet. Don't have friends around. Sit in a room and watch video after fucking video after video. And even after you have watched 50, you will still not understand what it feels like. It, you still will never understand what that feels like. And I, th- of course, there's not bad cops. Of course, there are great cops out there, obviously. But, you know, someone said something to me that stuck with me since last week. They said, if you have 10,000 great cops and 10,000 cops who are horrible, but the 10,000 don't step stand up to the 10, so you have ten thousand and ten and 10 bad cops. Yeah. I respect yep. an officer who can go out to the community, reach out, do the work, become immersed in that community, be helpful. But, hey, when we really do need someone to crack down, maybe someone's beating someone, breaking into mm-hmm. someone's house, you're going to make sure that shit's happening, Right not a normal traffic stop turning into a shooting. Do police and their lives matter? Sure, no one said they didn't. But this blue lives matter thing is insane because as a police officer, you walk in, you put on an outfit, you clock in, and you go to work. And when you clock out, you take off that badge, you take off all of that armor, and you're just a regular person walking around Walmart. You know what I can't do? I can't take off black. So I can be a black woman in the morning helping patients. I'm still a black woman at Walmart. I'm still a black woman at Save I'm a black woman picking up my kid. I'm a black woman taking her to the fucking, I'm still black. That doesn't fucking go away. The two have no, they don't even come close to being compared. A police officer can retire. A police officer can decide to stop being a police officer. No one's saying their job isn't important, but that's like being, I can't believe those firefighters ran into that fire. Well, that's what you signed up for. You signed up for, you took a job where you knew sometimes it's not popular. Sometimes you gotta do the unpopular thing. There's a difference between doing that and having them kill human beings who are doing nothing. You're not meeting the action with the crime. There is a fucking huge difference. And you want us to go, okay, well, but what did he do the five minutes before? I don't care what he did five minutes before. As a medical worker, it is my job to make sure that I give quality and continuity of care every time we see a patient. It it doesn't matter how they're reacting. It doesn't matter how they're acting. You know how many fucking patients have been fucking snotty and cursing. Uh, I didn't elbow them to the face. <laughs> Because of how
1: they were acting five minutes before.
0: Correct. I rationally try to get them to calm down so that we can have a rational conversation about what is going on so that I can further help you. Because I signed up for that fucking job. Now, if a police officer says, you know what, this is too much for me, it's too much heat, I don't want to do anymore, then that's fine. That is fine. But guess what? He still gets to go out into the world and do whatever he wants to go and do. You know who can't do that? Me. Me. I see all these fucking people, white people out there just be like, fuck the poe, please. Must be nice. I c- can't be me. Not I. Not that I would anyways, because that doesn't get us anywhere, right? That doesn't get us anywhere, you guys. Me screaming, fuck the police. These are deeper conversations that we need to be having. But black people have always been having them. We sit in rooms together. We have caucuses together. We get lunch together. And that's what we talk about is it all the time no but inside we do the nod like you know i know we know we know right why is it the burden fall on the people that are being discriminated against why does the burden have to fall on us we are not the ones that created this situation we are not the ones that instituted this to begin with are we lucky that you gave us freedom i suppose right you did the right you think you did the right i suppose do you think that we're just supposed to be so happy that we have all of these freedoms now and liberties now that we're supposed to just be like okay shh shh calm down now listen we want to hear your concerns but we just need you to get into a single file line and we need you to just come down the middle don't break shit don't get all worked up a human being died that deserves being worked up that deserves people marching on the streets until three four five in the morning that deserves people shaking the fucking fences because nobody is listening. When we wrote the books, no one listened. When we went on interviews, no one listened. Then we got phones, right? And people started fucking HD fucking TV recording shit. And still nothing has been changing. What will it take? You guys watched a human being be murdered, murdered in front of you. And then you're shocked, even if, even if these were outsiders looting, breaking shit concentrate on the main issue. Human beings deserve to live. Black people deserve the same rights as you. We are not dogs. We are not animals. Actually, dogs get treated better sometimes. (sighs) Guys, come on. What are we doing? If you as a white person are not sitting down with other white people and going, are we fucking this shit up? Okay, before we go and talk to them, can we all talk about... What have we all done to be the problem? What have you done, Karen? What have Karen? you done, Cindy? What about you, Mike? I've i heard never you heard make a that black fucking... woman
1: named Karen, I'm going to be honest.
0: <laughs> Truly, are you guys talking and going, hey, Mike, I heard you made that comment last week to Alex, not fucking cool, don't do that shit again or I'm going to fucking report you. I know you think it's funny and you think she's quote unquote cool with it. She shouldn't have to come to work to hear that bullshit. So how about don't do it? These are the things you can do. You can also work on the 911 calling. What is a true emergency? When I worked in the when, the, when I worked in the ER at Renown, we used to send out this uh, email, mass email to patients who had already come through the ER. So you can imagine hundreds of thousands of people, right? And we would send out this initiative that basically said, Stop coming to the ER because you fell down your stairs and you bruised your leg. Yeah. The ER is for your doctor's not open and you are critically injured. That's what the ER is for. If you can wait it out for eight hours until your doctor is open, then fucking go there. We are only gonna give, and I hate when people call and they're like, I went to the ER and they did nothing. Well, right, because you weren't dying. The ER is for people who are projectile vomiting, for people who are passing out, for a true emergency. People are calling 911 like it's just, like you're just phoning an operator. 911 should only be called when you are fearing your life. There is a true medical emergency going on. Someone is actively breaking into your home that you own with locks. You don't call 911 on a bunch of black kids fucking playing in the park. Let's just say you think they're hoodlums. They're up to no good. Then again, you can go to non-emergency. You can call that number and then you can file a fucking report. But to call and, and to, to use 911 as almost your personal bodyguard, almost, it's like people sometimes use it as a way to retaliate, is wild. Because I know for a fact, uh, I listened to this story in NPR, this young kid, college kid, uh, uh, A student, I believe he got a scholarship through his grades and also played lacrosse. He had his Letterman jacket on. Studying for his finals, takes cold medicine because he's sick, thought it was daytime, it was nighttime, realizes he's getting sleepy, drives home in his Mustang, new Mustang that he got from his parents for getting accepted to college, crashes the car into the ditch, hits a tree, is so concussed that he can't get out. He can't you could think they said in, in the car, the one door, the driver's door didn't work, but all the other doors he could have gotten out of. But he was so concussed and confused that he kicked out the back window and got out. Big kid, right? Gets out going door to door at 11 o'clock at night, going door to door, just being like, Help me. I don't know. His head was bleeding. I don't know what happened. I don't know where I am. I just need help. Nope. No one's helping him. No one's opening the doors. Fine. Fine. Comes to one woman's door. She's a nurse, two young kids, husband's traveling. She calls 911. She says, Here's the deal. This is not an emergency. He's not trying to break into my house. This kid is sitting on my stoop trying to open the door because he is confused. I'm a nurse. I believe he may be concussed or something happened. She's like, I don't know. I don't know if he got in a fight or what happened, but he's bleeding. And I would let him in. But I have my kids. But my husband would fucking kill me. Yeah. And I have my two young kids home and he's not here. So can you just send some officers out to get him some help? That woman sat there and had to listen as a police officer came around the corner, didn't say, shut me your hands. What are you doing? And just open fired on him. She's behind the door, obviously doesn't want to get hit by the, the bullets. She's on the phone. This is recorded the entire time. you hear her running down the hallway, and she is screaming to the operator, stop. Tell them to stop. He is not doing anything. He is just hurt. He is hurt. I call because he's hurt. Three other officers come around. Oh, well, this is a gang gang. Oh, gang gang. Boom, 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 boom. Just kill this kid right on her fucking stoop regardless of what happened, he, the guy ended up getting fired and it turned out that he had a bunch of fucking cases against him for doing just this and other police stations wouldn't hire him because he couldn't pass the mental part. Regardless of all that, you know the shittiest part besides this beautiful young man dying is that that woman has to live with that for the rest of her fucking life, forever. That is a part of her legacy. That she did the right thing. She did all the right things, right? She called, She she told them appropriately what she was doing. And still, it didn't make a difference. So, I'm not saying doing the right thing every time is going to lead to 100% accuracy, but it betters our odds for you not senselessly calling the police over shit that's. And I know there are people out there who do it all the time. Their music's too loud. Can you just come 911? Come down here and tell them to turn down that, that fucking brown music. It's too loud. It's a lot of rapping and a lot of pussies and shits and fucks. Get out here. Is that really an emergency, ma'am, or is that something that you can go over your neighbor and talk to the next day? Just say, hey, listen, music was a little bit loud. Totally got a new kid. Can you keep? Like, there are things. Write a passive aggressive note. That's it. Like the rest of us. Like the fucking rest of us. But there are things in our community, right? We could all agree that we could probably handle on our own or ignore. But nine times out of 10, people choose to not do that. You do not live in this world alone. There are other people around you. You want to be alone? Go live in the woods. You want to be alone, go up to Virginia City, go live in the middle of fucking nowhere, and have nobody around you. Then you don't have to be bothered. But as long as you want to be part of a community, be part of a fucking community. Worry about other people's children. Worry about your neighbor and the man to your left and right at the grocery store. You should be worried. When you see these injustices happening, you should be outraged.
1: Outraged. Absolutely.
0: I think... That's it. I I just, I just, I don't understand. I, I don't understand why we're, I understand the looting is happening and all of that is a story in itself, but that is not the main story. The main story is a beautiful man for whatever demons he had. None of that matters. None of it. Not one bit of that information matters. Not one bit of it, you guys.
1: And I think that's, What really, really drives this point home on Black Mamba's end. As a white woman, we have to, I, we, white people, I'll speak for us. (laughs) I'll speak for all of us. Speak for all of us, what? (laughs) All of us, what? Now is the time to, to listen and understand, truly. You're seeing a lot of this going around. It's understanding that we don't understand. But we do have the time and the voice now. And hopefully you are awoken to this situation. Awakened. If you will. Okay. This is a twilight for what is truly racism amongst us. And if you don't believe that it exists, then you are ignorant. Period. Dot the end.
0: And willfully ignorant.
1: Willfully ignorant. However, you need to wrestle with that. (laughs) You'll just have to do it on your own time. I think uh, Black Mamba, you spoke beautifully to that, especially as a black woman up against such a tough 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 time I mean it's always been a tough time let's not fucking negate it right right yeah right so with that being said I think that it is time for my entry which is white people are the worst (laughs) Oh, God. I love that we can sit across from each other at a time like this. It's still <laughs> fine. Goddamn white people are the, the worst. worst.
0: Sometimes the bills downstairs. downstairs. Because I'm not going to lie to you guys. He takes a lot of your guys' heat, okay? <laughs> Sometimes I'll be, I'll be upstairs and he'll be downstairs and I'll just come midway down our stairs and I'll just look at him. I'll be like, your people are the fucking worst. The worst. Okay? And are. at your guys' next meeting, you guys really need to iron out some shit. Iron it out. Iron it out.
1: The issue is... White people don't understand what we're doing wrong. And um, I say this with a smile because, <laughs> I mean. Because it's T to B, top <laughs> the bottom. T to B. <laughs> so people are just like, wow, this is really a problem. <laughs> and um, it's uncomfortable, you guys. We have to talk about this. We do. Black, white, Asian, any... Um, There are more Hispanics, native. As a kid that grew up next to a lot of these cultures, I'm blessed to say that I did not realize how relevant this was to my life. Blessed. I had parents who did not talk about race. We did not sit down and talk about this. Because truly, in some sort of lower income way, beautifully race does escape you a little bit. Yeah, When you are all trying to put food on the table for your families or um, work that 40 to 80 hour week and uh, your kids are playing with your neighbors who are native and Mexican and black and um, you guys are just sharing beers and hanging out, I think it does escape you. And there is beauty in that. Absolutely. However... Now more than ever, it is our responsibility to truly understand what white specifically means in this climate. And people are really getting hot and bothered about um, the topic of white fragility, which is where this all starts. Because somebody who says white fragility immediately is going to get defensive when they hear about that. What that really is, is exactly what Mamba said. It's the squirrel. A man was murdered on videotape. A black man was murdered on videotape. And it took mobs to even get an arrest. Mm -hmm. This was not hearsay. This was not situational. This was on videotape. My white ass can look at it the same as black mom. Clear as day. Clear as day. He was murdered. And people want to talk about broken windows. Stolen TVs. Snowboards. Snowboards.
0: Patagonia. People were just irate about Patagonia.
1: And Patagucci is hurting in our local town. And if you have any, any defense when you hear the word white fragility, you are part of the problem. Because that just expresses and shows your own fragility. And I hope that you all understand what I mean by that. If somebody looking at you as a white person says you have white fragility and you say, no, I don't. You are fragile. And that bleeds on to the fact that you do not understand your privilege. White privilege, to break it down simply, for those of you who do not matter. And I did not mean that. For those of you who do not understand why that matters, is what I meant to say. White privilege is saying that me and Black Mamba grow up in the same school. We have the same exact abusive father and mother, whether that is spiritually, mentally, or physically, or sexually. It is saying that we are poor. It is saying that we both got bad or good grades. It is saying that we have completely both been mistreated. Yet, my life as a white woman distinctly, statistically, scientifically shows that I have... A better chance than her. This is not emotion. You are hearing emotion in my voice. But these are facts. If you cannot fucking wrestle with that. That is called white guilt. If you do not understand white guilt. That is because you are not acknowledging the undeniable. Then this could mean that you are a good or a bad person. But there is a line that you must acknowledge. I understand that me and her could have been thick as thieves from day one to the day I am 30 and have gone through all these struggles together. We could have leaned on one another We could have confided in one another and yet still I would have a better chance of emerging in this life than she is. And I accept that. She accepts that. We know that. And both of us moving forward together know what we can do to do better. She knows for her cause. I know for mine. These three things are paramount, and they exist. First and foremost being racism. Second, police brutality. Third, white fragility, white privilege, white guilt. And for any of you who are confused, truly deeply confused, then you are hyper on yourself Mm -hmm. no one is calling you a racist no one is calling black mamba a black criminal we know this this is a systemic problem nationwide That is why the nation is coming together in protest, whether it be peaceful or whether it be violent. And if you cannot wrap your head around that, you are missing the bigger picture. All lives do matter. That's fucking implied when you're born. Your life matters. You individually are probably not under fire, whether you are black, whether you are white, whether you are Asian, whether you are Hispanic, whether you are native. That is not the point. Black lives, again and again and again, regardless of what proof has been manufactured, are completely being dismissed. And finally, we are woke. And if you are not, and if you want to turn your back and you want to pretend like this doesn't exist, whether you are white, black, mixed, Asian, fucking a quarter of every goddamn thing on this fucking planet, if you want to turn your back on this, you are the oppressor. Period. Dot. The end. This is not a time where we get to stand and we get to use the fucking well. I'm not racist. Because guess what? If you watch that video and there is a shadow of a doubt in your mind that another human being murdered another human being, you are a part of that problem. I don't know how you need to wrestle with that. I don't know what God you need to come to to understand that. But that is the bigger problem. And if you are white and you are listening to this, it is your job to understand this fully. Even if you have never had a racist thought in your mind, it's not enough. Not anymore. Not anymore. And that is it. You need to speak to your children. You need to speak to your coworkers. You need to understand the issue at large. And if you have a husband or a brother or a wife or an aunt or anything on a police force, you need to understand that all of us understand that their lives matter as well, aka blue lives matter. That's implied when they take that oath. That we as a community have agreed that they are the authority. The trusted authority. And it has been shown time and time again that their judgment is fucking wrong.
0: Abuse of power.
1: And if you really can't stomach that, if you really can't fucking swallow that, then you're asleep. And that is it. You're asleep. You are not waking up. You are not paying attention. Is it in your community? Is it your dad that's ever harmed somebody? No. Is it your brother? Probably not. But he knows someone.
0: 100%. 100%. you need to know that. 100%.
1: And it is time. This is a revolution. This is a revolution And things are changing. And the only thing that I have to say last on this is, one day, I am 30 years old. I am a mother of two. And my sons will read history about this. And when they look at me and they ask me where I stood, I'm going to be proud to tell them exactly what side of the line I stood on.
0: I hope you can say the same. And it's
1: that's just it. awful.
0: It's awful. It's awful, and it's been awful, and, you know, I know we all wake up every day, and we try to do things to keep our minds off the bad things, and I get it. Yeah. I get it. No one gets it more than I get it. But we can't negate the truth. And we can't continue to let any of the people that we have put in power. Right. You read a booklet. You read some stats. You went into a booth. You voted. Maybe two years later, maybe it's a councilman, maybe it's a governor, maybe whomever. And you realize I fucked we fucked that up. Right. We kind of fucked that up. This person that's running our state is wild or insane. But that one person cannot stop you from doing the right thing. Regardless, do not let that be a distraction to you. This country will see good and bad in office no matter what decade it is. That will continue to happen. That is life. Unfortunately, people don't always tell the truth. A wolf doesn't always expose himself when he's in sheep's clothing. But we as individuals, the people in your community, you have the ability To rise above that. And you have the ability to hold yourself responsible, as I do, to make sure that we are doing everything in our power. Everything. It's an everyday, everyday thing. To make sure that we are not continuing. The cycle. The cycle of injustice. Of racial injustice. It is very clear. This is not something that is made up you were hearing from a black woman who's never had a police officer beat her, never had a police officer knock me around, never had a police officer curse at me, never had a police officer scream in my face, tase me, beat me. But as a black woman, I can look at the injustice and say, this has to change. This is wrong, right? It wasn't me, it's never happened to me that doesn't mean I can't look at it and go, this is wrong. Do I feel it deeper because I'm a person of color? And I do recognize that just because it hasn't happened, doesn't mean it won't happen. Just because certain things have happened in any of our lives, doesn't mean it won't happen. The burden lies on all of us, but the burden lies specifically on white Americans. Stomach that. You've had a good run for yourselves. <laughs> you had a great run. Okay? Yeah. You got your Confederate flag you got the ropes. And you guys had a good run. <laughs> Black people, I want to be very clear. We are not trying to take the country from anybody. We don't want to borrow a few states and live there. We want to do exactly what we are doing right now, just unbothered. Equally. Just Equally. Want to be able to be treated the exact same way. That is all every black person is asking, to be treated the same way, to be able to have counsel represent us in our judicial system the same way, to be given the same opportunities and the same pay as everybody else.
1: You know, another thing that I think is really important as we wrap this session up is to truly know and accept and understand wholly it is okay to wake up and know you're wrong and change. Yep. It's actually <sighs> more actually, beautiful. Let's. Yes. It is so freeing. hmm Freeing. On. Okay. Think about this. You're in a bad relationship. You have been for years. You fucking hate him or her. You love him. There's things you remember about the past right to keep notching up in your head like oh but wasn't that trip to monterey we went to the food. we saw the fish she kissed me on the cheek we fucked that night it was great it was great <laughs> it was great it's great it was really a great trip she even got buzzed and she even like <laughs> cried a little it was that
0: <laughs> right. we were feeling coupon, like, it was like screaming a screaming
1: deal yeah screaming deal two lobsters one <laughs> price <laughs> who knew <laughs> a nice black couple gave it to us <laughs> And then you roll over years later and they're not the same. But you keep remembering these, these things back and they keep holding you there. And then one day, whether you're married or you're in this relationship, you the kids, the fucking job, the house, we're going to split it. Fuck. You decide to leave. You decide to make the change. No, I'm a hair stylist. <laughs> I have never heard one person who has shared a story like that with me say, "I regret it." <laughs> no, what it is is I, oh, it's, I really
0: fucked the pooch on that one. Fucking free,
1: you're free. You were wrong. You tried to make it work. What you were doing wasn't right and even though there were some good times there's bad times you let it go it is never too late it is never too late to open your eyes and see what the truth is around you this world is ever evolving ever changing and i I hope that comparison wasn't minimizing this, but I hope some of you you can really grasp that because I know all of you have been there. All of you have left that bad relationship tied to a feeling of remembrance that was good, that was solid, but it was not that anymore. And that is what this is. We were tied onto the fact that racism was on its tail end. Sure, we had some fucking crazy motherfucking neo-Nazis in the deep old swampy South. That's where we like them. We like them in the good old swamps. And, and, and we we, thought, and we
0: kept that going, right? We, oh, you yeah. see it in movies. Oh, you see it yeah. No, people show. were yep. trying to... Nope, it's, it's, it's over. no nope, those, those
1: fucking... Don't worry, they're about to die no, out. They're dying mm-hmm. out. No, motherfuckers. They are not. They are alive and well in our ju- judicial system.
0: They are kicking.
1: They are kicking. They are kicking. And our whether ass. you want to fucking wake up and smell that coffee or not, now that is on you. If you want to be in an abusive relationship the rest of your goddamn life and wonder why the fuck you keep getting beaten down with facts.
0: And facts. you go to bed and you
1: feel sick at night. Yeah. you feel sick in the morning. It is never huh? too late to make that change. And that will tie in to politics. hmm Everybody can look up, smell the coffee, and understand that regardless of whatever benefits – We are still human beings and humanity has to come first. And I love that dollar bill as much as the rest of you. Humanity has to come first. Who gives a shit about a couple broken windows? I pay taxes. I'm down for that. Let's fix that shit. If you ask me and you should ask yourself if you could pay a million dollars to bring that man's life back, George Floyd. Would you pay a million dollars to bring him back? I would. In a heartbeat. So why are you so upset about broken windows? Just, you can really say that. Yeah. If you would give an innocent man his life back, why are you so upset about loitering? Now, again, we do not support fucking criminal acts. No, we do outright. not support looting. We That's do not support not any of that That's not The bullshit. point, squirrel. Squirrel, stay concentrate. focused.
0: Don't don't text us, don't email no. us and be like, no. "But you, no. you guys, that people have been saving their coins for." No. I'm not saying that. That's not what we're saying. Yeah. I'm saying concentrate. You know what we want? You know what we're asking for? What we've been asking for since we were in chains. Freedom. The freedom, the ability to freely walk this earth. Just like you. And all of these years later, hundreds of years later, 400 some odd years later, we are still begging you. We are begging you. Begging for you to allow us to be free, as free as you are. As free as that bird that you guys love to huntry, tis of thee, and the flag. As much as you want to fly that flag, yeah. we do too. But we want to do it with pride. And how can we have pride for something when the very people who brought us here will not allow us to just be free? That's it. So we love you guys. And we know it was deep this week. We know it was deep last week. And you know what? It'll keep being as deep as we need it to fucking be. Yeah, This is not an issue That we talk about for one hour and then we go on back about our days. We go play some Monopoly. This is something that keeps the people in my life up and the people of color up. We can't sleep. It's all consuming to think about the fact that people can be murdered and nothing can come of it. That you can see a video, you can look at it and you can go, well, it may have been justified. So I just need everyone to take that, swallow it down, listen to this, listen to it again and again and again until you start to understand and get it. And we love you guys so much and we, yeah. we thank you for all the support. But yeah. there comes a point when you have to legitimately have the hard, the hard uh, questions. So before we wrap, I want to say two things. One, I'm so proud of Keek. I'm just so fucking proud of her. I'm always proud of her, but she was so cute yesterday. I came home from work and... I worked late till like eight o'clock and I got home and she was in the kitchen talking to Bill and they were just talking about the climate and you could see her face kind of a little bit worked up and she was just like, I just want to make sure you're okay. Like, I just really want to make sure you're okay. Like, this is a lot and I want to make sure you're okay. And I was like, my job is to make sure you're okay. Your job is just to live your life. Don't worry about me. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. And as I'm saying that to her in my head, I'm saying to myself, but you know, that's not true. You don't know that. You can't promise her that, no. but I have to say that to her so that she can sleep better tonight, even though that may keep me up. Mm-hmm. But there was this very nice older white lady. I was inside of Big Lots, had to get my Lacroix. You know they're open. I was like, gang, 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 gang. This lady thought I was insane because I bought one, two, four, six, eight, ten packages of the 15 Lacroix. Dude, it's I, you're nuts. Well, first of all, I had to wait in line at Wenco for 75 hours each time I wanted a LaCroix. Am I nuts? Or am I waiting for the end of the world? They People are looting. And I know LaCroix is going to be the first thing they're going to grab. Okay? I'm no fool. I am no fucking fool. So I said, how many more of the pap mousse do you have? Load them up. And if you got some, I'll take any fucking flicks. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. If you notice, no one's ever questioned it. They're just like, it is delicious. Oh, goes guzzle, guzzle, It's guzzle, guzzle, guzzle. It's like uh, a
1: hybrid between uh, grapefruit and orange. Orange.
0: <laughs> That LaCroix, they really hey, know. journals likes to get to the real <laughs> issues. They knew what they were doing. I told Bill, every time I go to the store, I buy another thing of toilet paper. He's like, he's like Alex, we have so much toilet paper. I'm like, because you know what? These looters, they know what they're doing. They're going to get yeah. the TP, and they're going to get all the LaCroix, and mm-hmm. I will not be held looking like a fool with egg on my face again. Again. So I go into big lots. I yeah. load up. I mean, my cart is ridiculously fit. it's Now I'm like, I, at that point, I became self-conscious about how much Look Right bought. Yeah. Because I know someone was going to be like, oh, so you have a business? Nope. Oh, it's reopening? Yes. My backyard. <laughs> do, you have of, do you have a ton of kids? Nope. Just me, my husband, and the little one. Uh, she so doesn't like a- <laughs> it. I bought, uh, I was actually really psyched about my purchases because, I don't know if in Instagram, if any of you remember, there's uh, the gloves with the scrubbers yes 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 okay so they have those on sale for five dollars right now bottom all bottom all um so i get up to the front i told you i was in it to win it so i get up there like a true hoarder and i'm just like checking out and this cute little white older white lady she'd be in her late 70s 80s and she goes um i'm checking out i'm putting in my PIN. she goes so you you like this store (laughs) i had my headphones and i go i didn't turn around because i was just like she must not be talking to me she goes no i was asking do you like this store and I was like, "Oh, are you talking to me?" She was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh yeah, dude, I fucking gang I fucking bangs with, with big lots." I was like, "They have my Lacroix, which I love." The guy behind the counter, you could see he was surprised. Like he was just like, "Ma'am, don't start. No bullshit in here. Don't you start. No bullshit, ma'am." And she so cute. She had her little mask on, and she gets little tears in her eyes, and she goes, "I just want to say that I have been out for the last four days. Every single day that I go out, people are just being so rude to me with my mask on, and like some people are being nice, but no one wants to speak to me, and nobody will be nice." But you were the first person in the store. She goes, I encountered you five times, all five times. You said, excuse me. You moved out of my way. You asked me how my day was. You helped me with one item. She goes, it is, you are what America needs and what we have, but we don't appreciate it. And I just want you to know that I really appreciate you. And I was like, wait, what? Man, please don't make me cry in Big Lots.
1: like, I'm already getting all the LaCroix.
0: <laughs> like, could it get better? I'm already having an emotional day. So I went to go walk out and she goes, Can I just walk out with you? I said, Sure, absolutely. Unless this is a trick, in which case to get me out of it. Just kidding. She was amazing. Anyways, you guys, we love you. (sighs) We will be back next week. We We know. Just keep praying. Just, you know, you guys keep the good fight going. Mm -hmm. I know it's tough and we're not angry at anyone. Except for people who are obviously racist, we're angry at them very for much. Sure. So, but you guys, yourself. everyday people, just work on it. You know what systemic racism is. If you don't know, start your Googles. It's free. Google is free. That yeah. bitch is always free. Also, white people
1: phone. who are the worst. Hash. That's going to be a new segment that we're going to start. <laughs> is I'm glad you're buying the the book on white fragility. we yeah. you? <laughs> Please stop posting it because it's super fucking embarrassing. Super embarrassing. Like, the fact that you're like, let me read up on what that shit I've been. <laughs> like, it's actually in the history books. Just, like, thumb through just your thumb kids. thumb through your
0: kids', history, your kids book. history book. Like,
1: white fragility, like, get it. Like, wrestle with that. It's fine. But please stop posting it and being like, I'm so proud that I'm just now <laughs> cracking <laughs> <woke>. the code. <laughs> like, it's so embarrassing. You're a black woman. You wouldn't know. It's got to be embarrassing for you and your people. It's super ba- Okay, I'm one for the people. I'm the representative voted in,
0: and I am telling you guys,
1: I'm fucking embarrassing. Um, Stop it. Just really it.
0: quick, though. I also, I know, we, we're going to wrap this up because AP really has to pee. Go I, pee. I, I can't no, finish this without no, you. Okay. No. So this is just really <laughs> important, you guys, and I just want to really get this, like, drive it through your head. I will tell you, as a black woman, I have talked to all my black friends this weekend. We cried. We hugged. We laughed. We rolled around on the floor. Okay, here's what we actually fucking hate. I love you guys. I love you. I love you. I cannot say that enough. Please stop posting Martin Luther King quotes as an answer to the looters, okay? Because Martin Luther King was also super chill, and you guys killed him. So, like, that doesn't always work. I felt Um, guilty
1: to that a little bit. No,
0: because yours wasn't towards looters. No, it wasn't. Yours was not about looters. So that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying, do not answer what the injustice that is happening with a Martin Luther King and then underneath go, he was yes, super yes, peaceful. Yes. Why can't everyone else be? AKA black folks. Okay, we can't be peaceful because you keep putting knees in our neck. That's why. And even when he was semi-peaceful, he still was killed. And by the way, white people, just really quick, do your research before you post because Martin Luther King actually did not only hold peaceful protests. He didn't. He was all about that gang gang. So just like know the shit you're posting before you post it. Black people hate it. We really fucking hate it. I can't say how much we really fucking hate it. So just like stop doing that. Instead of posting and That's click, 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 behind the keyboard, stop, stop. Google Don't it. post anything. Get off of Facebook. Get off of Instagram. Get on onto Google and just start looking up some shit. Yeah. Start looking up some world history and educate yourself. Get off, everyone, get off Facebook. Get off Instagram. Yeah. That stop is not re-sharing. what's going to the, yes. fucking solve the racism problem. What will solve the racism problem is boots to the floor. Strap up those boots and look, go into your local library, go find an old elderly black woman, say, just ma'am, how can I help you get across Do your research. Do not just repost shit that you are seeing. Okay? We love you guys. We love Thank you. you for supporting us. Of course, you know you guys can follow us on Instagram at the Hate Journals and of course Twitter, Hate Journals. Our masks are still up. I give a shit masks, which ironically, God, you know, I feel like it couldn't be more present. <sighs> <more. sighs> just white people, you should be buying these motherfuckers up like a <laughs> son of a bitch. Like I should go on tomorrow, and there should be I give a shit just gone, just no more fucking masks. And then all you- of the white people should have all of the I give a shit, you should be passing those motherfuckers out to all the kids. <laughs> (laughs) how how more relevant could that be how more relevant could that mask be fucking show your pride okay so they're on our website thehatejournals.com we love you guys and we will see you next week Bye. bye